Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. It's time to get some intel on the Sox. It's the Front Office Report on EEI. This week's front office report with Sam Kennedy brought to you by United Office, where they help restaurants maximize revenue and avoid placing customers on hold. See unitedoffice.com for more information. Sam Kennedy, good morning. Morning, Craig. How are you? Sam is on the Harbor One hotline this morning, and uh, I guess I begin by asking if you are... Uh, at least a little bit surprised that you sit in first place. It's April twenty second, and this team is in first place. Yeah, it's a uh, it's a confusing sport at times. The more you watch, I think the less you understand. But we'll we'll take it. It was important to get off to a good start, and obviously a long, long way to go. But um, really glad we're playing competitive baseball. It's been a great start to the season, and now we just uh, we got to keep it rolling. Um, if you had to point at one thing and and say that's the reason for the turnaround so far, what 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 would you say that is? You know, I, it's a great question. We've talked a lot about it. Um, probably our pitching depth. We we were just so thin, as everybody knows, last year. So to get the uh, type of performances we've gotten out of the starting rotation, coupled with some great bullpen performances, especially the dominance of Matt Barnes and, and Adam Ottavino's look great and Matt Andrees has really helped. So it's just, I, I think the pitching, you have to, you have to point to that. Um, if, if I had to choose just one thing, of course, there's many factors, but I, I'd point to our pitching. It, it seems like uh, Garrett Richards may not be adjusting to the weather so far very well. Can you get him a jacket or a, or a blanket <laughs> or is, is there, well, maybe he'll, one? He'll be fine. He'll be fine. <laughs> Garrett will be just fine. We're, we're <laughs> I, I think it's a little early to jump on him. He's uh, he'll he'll be all right. We're, uh, we're we're ready for a long run here, and and so is he. And look, he he settles in. He'll be just fine. We got a lot of confidence in him. Um, Sam, what's the uh, when it comes to vaccinations? Can you give us a little information? I know you can't be specific about guys, but uh, what's the current status when it comes to this team on on players being vaccinated? Yeah, well, we've uh, Alex Core has been great. I mean, he's uh, been vaccinated now himself, and he's pushing everyone in that clubhouse to get the vaccine. You know, obviously, we can't mandate it, we can't require it, but we can certainly educate our guys. And it's so important that everybody get vaccinated, and and we understand there is hesitation and reluctancy, um, but it it we know it's safe. The doctors tell us it's safe, and um, we just hope that we'll get to that 100% threshold, let alone the 85% where we can start to relax the uh, protocols. We're not there yet, but uh, we're hopeful that we get there soon as uh, as people become more and more comfortable. And 
Uh, we're glad that we're now in an environment where the vaccine is readily available. That's uh, that's a good thing for all of us. So hopefully we get there soon and, and uh, we'll be able to see less and less masks roaming around uh, the clubhouse and, and on the field of Fenway Park. We were talking earlier uh, about the Dodgers and the Padres this weekend and uh, a vaccination section where those who've been vaccinated would have access to a uh, section without social distancing, maybe some better seats. Is that something that the Red Sox have a, as an organization have discussed? We have. Yeah, we, we, we have. And, and um, you know, we, we think it's it's great. But frankly, we feel we're at the point where, you know, we're, we're looking for a roadmap now back to full capacity to be to be candid. I mean, we want to be an environment where everyone in the state has uh, has access to the vaccine. Everyone in New England has access. And once that happens and it's readily available, it seems to us that um, we, we should be opening up and, and, and lessening restrictions all over. We've been in constant conversations, as you can imagine, with the state, uh, especially Lieutenant Governor Polito. She's been great about keeping us informed. So we're hopeful that we'll have news uh, and information here to announce uh, coming soon and as we get into the warmer summer months. And, and just ecstatic that we're at the point now where um, I think all adults can can get vaccinated and appointments are I'm hearing appointments are uh, are available and, and readily available. So we hope that leads us to an increase from where we're at right now, which everyone knows is, is 12 percent. I got to say the crowds at 12 percent uh, have been unbelievable. Uh, we're so grateful. The energy and electricity inside of Fenway, it shows you. Um, I mean, last year was so depressing, but having even just four thousand forty five hundred bodies in there it's a completely different experience and so i just can't wait until we hopefully can bump that up whether it's 25 percent 50 percent but in order to 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 run uh, our business and to have concerts and music events and football events next fall you know we we need to be at 100 percent. so that's our goal and and we're pushing towards it uh and as soon as we're able we'll we'll be announcing that uh hopefully here in in the near future I had been whispered to about August first uh, being a full capacity date. Have you heard that full date, one hundred percent, by August first? Nothing firm. I've, I have uh, heard uh, whispers of of different dates, um, and so you know, look, I, I'm I'm not the expert, but it just seems that whether it's you know July first or middle of June or August first, you know, whenever it is, it, it can't come soon enough. Um, you know, we're in an outdoor environment. We've got great protocols. Our fans have been great. Um, and our players have been great following the protocols. People are getting vaccinated. Uh, you can, you can really see the, the light at the end of the tunnel now, which is really exciting for, for all of us. I, I had also heard that Zach Brown wanted to play Fenway one more time and that that would be in September. Uh, have you, have you, oh, uh, can you confirm, boy, can I, you, okay. Can you confirm that? I would. I I cannot confirm that, but boy, <laughs> would, would that be awesome yeah. if uh, if we can if we can pull that off? We had, unfortunately, you know, we had um, uh, twelve, thirteen shows on the books. Um, several, many of them have had to move into twenty twenty two. Some are still on the on the calendar and, 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 and that's important to find out when we can get to that hundred percent capacity. So we, we can have those shows, but can't think of a better way to sort of 
emerge from from COVID than, than live music at Fenway. And, and whether you're a Zach Brown fan or, or not, um, it, it will be an awesome, awesome thing to see that type of energy back at Fenway. And if we can do it in September, we're, we're all in. We, we'd love to have Zach Brown back. I can assure you of that. Sam, I'm not sure if you saw the video of Verdugo going around on social media where he's like talking to a fan and just like explaining how he his approach to hitting. Do you like encourage guys to 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 show more of their personality to kind of continue to grow not only the Red Sox brand nationally and go, uh, globally, but just Major League Baseball in general? Because I thought it was pretty cool that that he did that. Yeah, I thought it was awesome, Wiggy. I, I, I did see it several times uh, on social media and listened to him talking to the fan about how he thinks uh, about hitting and his approach, and we absolutely encourage it. But with this group of guys, they don't even need encouraging. I mean, for Doogie to do that was, was awesome, and that's just a, sort of a small sampling of the type of things he does. He's got such great energy. He's so passionate about this game. I'm sure everybody saw him in the dugout last night after – after a loss, you know, we're, we're playing really well, but it wasn't acceptable to him. He was devastated after last night's <laughs> loss, and that's what, that's what you want. And I'll tell you, I got, a, I got an incredible note from a dad who was with uh, his son at our souvenir store the other day and just took the time to write me a note about Chris Sale, who was in the store uh, and uh, saw this young kid picking out hats and, and T-shirts, and all of a sudden Chris took him on a little personal shopping trip inside the store and no fanfare, no attention. Chris will be pissed at me for, for even mentioning it. But this, this is a good group of guys. And, you know, we all remember. I mean, look, I, I grew up here. I remember being down the right field line, you know, getting autographs from Dwight Evans and trying to track out Jimmy Rice, who was my favorite player. And you remember those interactions, you know, forever. So it's really important. And, Wiggy, you know better than anybody. You say – one positive thing uh, as a member of the New England Patriots to a 10, 12-year-old kid, that's going to stay with them for the rest of their lives, literally. So we, we have that opportunity, and, and it's special when you've got uh, a good group of guys who, who understand that connection to our fan base. Well, he forces autographs on people who don't want them now, though. That's it. That's it. That's it. I'll take a Wiggy autograph every day of the week. Yes, here we go. Hey, Sam, obviously a great start for Erod. Um, have you had any contract negotiations with him in regards to an extension? How confident are you he'll finish his career in a Sox jersey? Well, appreciate the question, but obviously, you know, we don't uh, discuss any uh, contract negotiations with, with with any of our guys. They always they always seem to leak out to Greg Hill anyway, or, or, or others <laughs> on your station. So you guys have better sources, but uh, we, we wouldn't uh, wouldn't discuss that. Other than to say, Eddie wants to be here. You know, we want him to be here. He's it's just been fantastic to watch him and and how he's reemerged post uh, myocarditis and everything he dealt with. So uh, I can tell you, Alex Cora, if, if he's excited about one thing, I think he's really excited about him emerging as, as one of the best left-handed pitchers uh, in baseball. So hopefully he can keep it going and we can find a way to uh, keep him a part of the Red Sox for the long term. Who do you consider to be the ace right now, Erod or, or Evaldi? <laughs> you know, it's a good question. I haven't really thought about it in, in those terms. Uh, they're both both pitching great, but I, I think the performance the other night from uh, from Eddie uh, really you have to when you think about an ace and a, and a number one, he he certainly looks like it. But everyone's been contributing, so hard to hard to sort of nail down one guy. But I I think Eddie would have had the ball on opening day, and I'm 
little bit of an old school traditionalist in that sense. You think of your opening day starter as your as your tr- true number one ace. So if we get uh, if we can get Chris Sale back uh, around the trade deadline or uh, shortly thereafter, you know, it'd be great to add another ace to the staff. I know John Henry apologized to Liverpool fans this week. Were it was when it comes to Fenway Sports Group, were you surprised by the reaction of the fans with regard to the Super League? No, no, no one, no one was surprised by the the reaction. I mean, if you you take a step back, this the the, the fan base for Liverpool is a lot like the fan base for the Red Sox and the other uh, sort of traditional and, and longstanding uh, clubs and, and, and franchises. So, you know, in 20 years here, we've, we've tried to push the limits on a lot of things. And let's be honest, we've, we've done some things really, really well. We've made lots of mistakes. Um, I think one of the things we have done is have the ability to admit our mistakes and say when we've screwed something up and, and done something wrong. Um, you know, John was and the ownership of Liverpool were trying to create a situation where we were joining uh, forces with these other uh, global clubs and, and to add value to the club and to the supporters. Um, obviously, we pivoted quickly. Uh, I thought it was pretty impressive that John Henry stood up, acknowledged that, took full accountability and responsibility. He apologized to not only the, the supporters and the fan base, but to Jurgen Klopp, our manager, to Billy Hogan, our CEO over there. And um, that, uh, that, that, that's what you want to see from uh, an owner is taking accountability. Uh, so now we pivot, we move on. And uh, I, I can tell you for sure uh, it won't be uh, the last mistake we make. Uh, <laughs> and so we, 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 try to do, we try to do what's right for our fans uh, at all turns. And uh, we'll keep keep working hard on that and try and win more championships because that's what that's what it's all about sam we asked uh, lou maloney a question about alex core and what what makes him you know have such a great relationship with players that it seems like you know this team is you know obviously turned around and lodge pop because of him one of one of the things that stood out to me that he said about him it was because as a former player he was kind of a grinder and he could he was relatable. He was able to be able to relate to all the players in their situations, whether they have a good days or they were in a slump. Um, what's the one thing that stands out about Alex Core as a manager that it seems like these guys are rallying around him? Uh, I would say authenticity. You know, the most important character uh, quality for any leader is authenticity and just being real. Um, and Alex Cora oozes authenticity. This guy, when, you know, he played, I, this is my 20th year. He played for us 06 through 08 or 09. He was one of these guys that you just could call on for anything. He loved being a member of the Red Sox and putting that uniform on. He never took a day for granted. If we needed anything on the field, off the field, he did it for us. Um, and, you know, not to mention his baseball intellect and acumen um, but he's just such a, a great person a real person um, and the play he relates to the players because he's been there he appreciated every single day he played in the big leagues um, he loves the sport more than any human maybe maybe even more than Lou Merloni if that's possible <laughs> uh, and you know he he is just a, a baseball person through and through and the that comes across with the players and, and, you know, look, he can be tough on these guys when he needs to. He can be no-nonsense, but he's also empathetic when, when guys are struggling. And to your point, Wiggy, he can say, look, I, I've been there. This is what happened to me in a certain situation. Here's how I got out of it. 
you know, he's, he's had those conversations, especially with the younger guys. Um, you know, all you have to do is talk to Dustin Pedroia about how Alex handled their relationship when, when PD was coming up. And he is, uh, he is a special guy. That's why we were so um, adamant and excited uh, about the opportunity for him to come back. Uh, it, it's really worked out well so far. Uh, again, maybe two weeks, people will be calling for his job. I, I understand that, but uh, he is—he's uh, a special person, and uh, we're really glad he's back uh, in that dugout. It's made a big difference. All right, Sam Kennedy, great, uh, great to talk to you, and we'll do it again soon. Thanks, guys. Great to be with you. All right, that is the front office report every Thursday here at WEEI.